Hello, my name is Ben Jenkins and welcome back to another episode of the New Get Ready Podcast. I can't believe that I've only got three weeks left to go now of my placement time. These last two years, as I keep mentioning, has gone so, so quick. Uh, but today's episode is a bit of an update of my time within the resus space. Uh, I've been finding that I'm getting a few more shifts here and there within resus as I'm about to round out my time. Uh, in today's episode, I'm going to provide a bit of an update of uh, how it's been. And I'll give an example of a particular patient that came through to really highlight what it is about Resus that we do and how we work together as a team. So uh, I, guess, I guess it's a big statement, but I'm definitely going to say that out of all of the experiences that I've had over the last two years as a registered nurse, these last few shifts within Resus has been the most enjoyable and I've gotten the most from. And so that's, that is a, a big, big statement, but uh, I'm going to explain why. So number one, uh, it's something new. It's something scary and it's something that intimidates me. And uh, as I mentioned, as I came from being a, a student and going into my grad year, the reason I chose my grad year within ICU is it's the thing, it's the area, especially being in the, the ICU that I chose, it's the area that I knew that I was going to be the most intimidated and it's going to drive me to keep pushing me to my limits and uh, that's how I see the resus bay you've sort of it's a very quick environment where you need to be doing things uh, efficiently and with a team because uh, the patients coming through are pretty critically unwell or they, they, they can be um, so again it's uh, it's an area that's intimidating as things that I'm learning that's new um, and I feel like it's the real culminating area of, of your time within re- of uh, the acute area. So you've spent some time, you've developed your, your style of, of getting in, you've developed the routine of what needs to happen for every patient. You've uh, worked on your individual skills of cannulation and getting in and doing 12 lead ECGs and all that normal stuff. And all of that stuff still happens within resus. You just sort of do it a, a bit quicker and a more efficiently with the team. And then you sort of develop your individual sort of assessment skills and, and your critical thinking. So I find that when I'm working in resus, you're using the best of both areas, the best of the, the acute bed space as an emergency and the best of your time within the intensive care unit. You're using immediately your focused skills, your focused assessment for the patient, going through your real primary survey, your ABCs needing to get in there and gain IV access, take your bloods, set up for different infusions and different medications. And on the same sense, you're also needing to be continually really re-evaluating your patient and still using your systems assessment that you develop exceptionally well within intensive care. And the, the criticality of the patients, especially within resus, especially coming through the, the resus phase that we have, it, it often has the same sort of level of criticality that you'll find within intensive care like really sick patients as well not always but you can and uh, on the days that I've been in in the resus space we've had a few patients that are fairly unwell that have then made their way up to intensive care so it's uh so number one <laughs> one of the big reasons I absolutely love there it mixes uh your, 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 the best of both ICU and ED together when it comes to assessment and doing stuff uh, yes, it's, it's a new challenge. It's something that is intimidating me and it's something that I, uh, I keep pushing and driving me to get better. 
but I think one of the biggest reasons I'm loving working in resource is I find that it is the the best example of of teamwork. It is a place where things get done very quickly, but they wouldn't be able to get so done so efficiently if it wasn't for the team around you. And the team that I've been working with within the resource space has been absolutely incredible. The nurses come together so well. Everyone defines their roles exceptionally well. So when the patient comes in, you've often already formulated a plan. You've got individual roles allocated and you get in there and you help and you get those things done. And when everyone has their own individual thing they're doing, when you step back and look at what's been done, it's amazing how quickly a lot of stuff can get done in a very short amount of time. And also not only is it how well that you're working as a registered nurse with each other, but it's also how you work and you communicate with the doctors. It is uh, so, so very efficient, especially when you have a doctor that's able to stand back, work as that team leader and be able to calmly have their presence and start to talk and explain of what he would like to get done and then letting their team have that ability to go in there and do it. It's, uh, I found some of the best examples of leadership within, within the resource areas to date. It's been fantastic. Uh, but let me provide an example now of, of the sort of stuff that happens within, within resus. I've often ta- I've talked a, a few episodes ago now of that, that first shift of where we had the, the trauma respond come in and you've got all the specialty doctors and you've had the ICU and the ED doctors come in and you've got all the, the nurses already pre-preparing and drawing up medications and they've got the stickers on their, on their chests or whatever saying airway nurse and, and uh, medication nurse and all that sort of stuff. And that, that's probably the, the biggest example of how everyone comes together within resus, but by no means is that every single time that a patient comes into, into the resus space. I want to provide a bit of an example of a, of a more typical routine within, uh, of an, or presentation within resus. And so here it was at, at the, pretty much the first patient that came in the other day. We've only got one patient out of the five, or sorry, one patient in one of the rooms out of five uh, resus bays. So four are empty at this stage. Um, which is a great way to start the day. Um, so it allows you to come in and, and do your exactly the same. You do your safety checks. You make sure everything is all stocked, all that normal stuff that you do in a bed space. Except in the resus space, you've, you've got medications that you need to check. You're checking all of your airway equipment. You're checking your ventilator. You're checking your monitor. All this sort of stuff uh, is that you're getting in. And, and especially when there's no patients when you first start, that's awesome. Um, it allows you time to be thorough. Um, but again, when a, a, this a patient came in and it comes overhead to say um, category one, resus three, for example. So a category one is coming into resus bay three. Uh, and normally there'll be, so there's five uh, resus bays. There will be five resus nurses allocated. And then you have the, the resus nurse coordinator. So like that team leader of the resus area. Uh, and so if there was one uh, particular nurse that's taken over the role of uh, looking after one of the other patients, that, that one patient that was in the room. So now you've, you've really got four registered nurses, so four resus nurses um, that's, that was coming in and we're sort of like, we all sort of came in for this particular patient. A doctor's already there to go, all there ready to go. So the particular patient that came in uh, was a young woman she had come up to the triage desk 
and said that she has some palpitations and she feels like her heart's racing. So straight away, you're probably already thinking it's, uh, and in the back of your mind, still got an idea that this is probably going to be SVT, supraventricular tachycardia. Uh, so fair enough. So, and, and the way that the team worked together, so one of the resus nurses comes up to the, the computer and it's going to be the, the nurse that's going to start, um, going to start ordering an ECG, start ordering bloods, going to document exactly what has happened throughout this presentation. Next, you've also got another nurse and myself have um, helped to change this young, young lady into a hospital gown. Uh, you've got, uh, uh, so we're sticking on the, the limb leads, uh, putting on the blood pressure cuff, putting on the SATS probe and connecting up the limb leads. And fair enough, we look up in the monitor, uh, she's in SVT. The blood pressure is already cycling. You see you've got good SATS. Uh, and the other nurse that was next to me has already started putting on the the dots uh, for a 12-lead ECG. The other nurse that's back on the computer has started to, to order the ECG. She's starting ordering blood, all that sort of stuff. Um, and the doctor is here already being like, okay, like the rest and reassurance to the young woman, the young patient, to be like, look, this is what's happening today. She, he's gathering that extra information. Uh, and he's also said, look, the first thing we're going to do is a, is a procedure uh, called a Valsalva manoeuvre. And so he's talking about exactly what the young woman needs to do and what to expect. Uh, so for, and, then as, and then the doctor's already said, look, if we're going to need to gain some IV access, we'll take some bloods, but we really need the access uh, just in case we need to give some adenosine. So again, everyone's aware of what's going on. Everyone's working together so well as a team. Uh, one nurse is already starting to draw up some adenosine. So we've uh, modified Valsalva uh, manoeuvre to this young woman. Didn't work. Uh, so here I am. I've already got all my equipment out, ready to put a cannula in. So I've gone to a right cube fosh. I've put in an 18 gauge. Um, so I've gained the access that we need. I've taken some bloods at the same time. Uh, put a three-way stopcock on because that's what we're going to need in order to administer the, the, the adenosine just in case we need to give it. I think we tried one more time, the, the modified Valsalva. Unfortunately, it didn't work the second time. Uh, so now we know that we need to give some uh, adenosine. Um, so this other nurse, again, has already drawn it all up. It's all ready to go. We've already got a 20 mil flush ready to go. Uh, so the way that you administer adenosine as well, usually on a three-way stopcock, you'll uh, have the adenosine going in one side of it. So you'll push that. Uh, and then you'll also flush it immediately with a big 20 mil flush of normal saline in order to administer it as quickly as possible uh, to the heart so it can act, so it can work. Uh, but before you do all this, you'll put some uh, pads on the young lady's chest uh, and you'll have it all attached to the, the defib, the, the monitoring system. And so as you've explained to the patient, this is what we're about to do, you're going to feel pretty yuck. Uh, that would be a bit of an understatement. <laughs> um, so we're, we're, we're making sure that the blood pressure cuff's going to be circulating. Uh, circulating. Um, we're, we're going to be really closely monitoring the patient. And as we push the medication in, we're all looking up at the monitor. Uh, but also one of the other nurses has pushed the print button. So what you do is you print to make sure that we're seeing that the rhythm goes back to a normal sinus rhythm. I think on this particular patient, we end up needing to give two lots of adenosine. So the first one didn't quite work. We, you increased the dose and the second one did. Um, so as you can see, like it's a, it's a presentation. That's, that's the part, young lady's unwell, but, it, but it's something you can come in and you can do an active treatment for and you can revert the patient back to a normal sinus rhythm. 
Uh, but when you look at it and how, like I've sort of mentioned that and I've gone through all the different steps, but in reality of how quickly that goes, you, you sort of blink and already like with, with all the hands that come in, you're working together as a team, you sort of provide your sort of roles to each other, the patient's out into the, into the hospital gown, everything's on the chest, we've got blood pressures, the person's already uh, ordering all the drugs, ordering, sorry, ordering the, the um, ECGs and bloods and all that sort of stuff. And it, it happens so quickly and so effectively as a team, especially when you have a fantastic doctor that's able to sort of coordinate it as well. So that's just one example. And then before we know it, this young lady's out of the resus area and then it can, uh, it really depends throughout the day. It can be super, super busy. Yes, the nurses will try to come in and help each other as best as possible. You end up having a patient to yourself each. You're trying to get the patients in and out. Um, but then there are times where there's not much going on within the resus base. Uh, just because there's heaps of patients coming through the emergency department doesn't mean that you just backflow them into the resus area. You try to keep it there for those really critically unwell patients. So as the resus nurses, if there's nothing in resus, we will head out and we'll go off to um, one of the other areas that we needed. And then overhead is when they sort of call out to say, you know, category one, resus three. And that's your sort of prompt to be like, okay, now it's time to go back. So you can still go off, you can still effectively go and help your, your teammates in the acute areas or wherever you need be. So that's what, again, I love it that you're always working as a team and uh, it really, it's such a good feeling and I absolutely love working in resus. So again, uh, guys, I've only got a few weeks left, not much longer to go. And it's gonna maximize my time as much as possible and hopefully get a few more shifts in resus. And if anything exciting does come up, I'm certainly gonna let you guys know as well. So anyway, guys, hope you have an awesome, awesome day and I'll talk to you next time.